Welcome to Dating in the City, Season 3. We're your hosts, the Conte sisters, matchmakers, and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm. Regularly featured on CBS, MTV, Forbes, and more, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly eight years. And now, we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Welcome to Dating in the City, where we discuss the hot relationship-related stories happening in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti-Pineda. And we are sisters and celebrity matchmakers here in Los Angeles. And welcome, you guys. It's great to, it's great to be here. Once it again, it's it great it's to... It's a treat. Mm-hmm. It's a treat. Yes. We hope that you are all self-quarantining, social distancing. I'm, my face is a look of horror. I know. It's a <laughs> I lot. I saw people. It's a lot. <laughs> I saw people just sitting on the, the street with just in bathing suits. Oh, really? <laughs> because oh my it's gosh. such a beautiful day and they're yeah. so fed up with I know this whole situation, but we are very blessed because we get to talk to you every week. Yes, and we, do. we get to interact with you, and, and we get to interact with each other. Yeah, that's, my gosh, that's we are super hashtag blessed. Yeah, it is. Um, Sometimes over others. <laughs> Wait, excuse me. Sometimes better than I'm others. So sorry. But <laughs> what was that? Sister. We, you guys, we're sisters. You know, at the yeah, end of the day, you know, we are right. we are sisters. We may, you know, we may have worked together for the past almost nine years, right. um, and we may be the co-founders of a wonderful matchmaking firm. Um, but at the end of the day, we are sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so <laughs> so let's dive right into Perfect. the different stories that we have. Um, it's it's funny because I think that last week almost more happened in the media. This week it was a bit of oh, a it was a bit of a slower news week oh, um, because I think okay. that people are really hunkering into the whole quarantine life. Right. Um, right. Well, but also were the CMAs virtual last week too. We didn't talk about that. The CMAs were virtual. Yeah, I think so. I saw an ad on CBS. Really? Last this was last not. Easter Sunday. This was the Sunday before. Wait, That's what I really? think it was. Yeah. I did not or know they had at some all. kind of all-American country. Okay, this is you guys. This home. is not a news source. <laughs> no. So please, if you're getting your news from here, right. maybe look elsewhere. Even though the news nowadays, where does one even go for the news? <laughs> I true. don't even hard know. To, um, but anyway, find. but no, we did actually. There were a few stories that happened that I think were really interesting and actually are very applicable to everyday life. Mm-hmm. So. In our segment, we can't help but wonder. We debate debate relationship-related stories happening this week and what you can learn from them. Um, So love is blind. Um, Mm. Christina, you've heard me talk about this show a lot because I think it's so... You haven't even seen it, Christina. Don't knock it until you try it. Just like with Tiger King. You roll your eyes at Tiger King. You've already told me enough that makes me not. 
I'm sorry. You roll your eyes, but I know you'd be a I know you'd be a Joe Exotic fan at the end of the day. Um, but star. anyway, love Love is Blind star Carlton Morton has been posting about his ex Diamond on social media, begging for her to unblock him. So basically, the 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 quick synopsis of the scenario, the quick scenariopsis is that um, Carlton and Diamond were a couple that ended up getting engaged on Love is Blind, and they then very quickly got unengaged in one of the most prolific scenes that I think reality television has ever experienced. What um, do you mean by prolific? It was phenomenal. So they were, they were basically, they got engaged in yeah. the pods, which was the whole like love is blind premise that they got right. they get engaged in the pods and then what they're pod, swept like away. Like a little pod. They're, they're they're sequestered from each other, so they can't oh, see each other. I see. And they're until, sitting in pods. Yeah, okay. they're sitting okay. in pods, see, so see, they see. can't see each other right. until it's time. Right. Until they actually um, like they have to have gotten engaged. Then they see each other, and then they're swept away to Mexico to some exotic like resort location. But the whole thing was that Carlton, um, he went on as a straight man, but, and he, he just, he was only dating women in the pods, mm -hmm. but it came out that he is actually, he actually had dated men in the past. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, though, never revealed this during the pods, so this woman Diamond got engaged to him not knowing that he had dated men in the past. And would, yeah. have, would have this been a deal breaker for her? We don't know. But he only revealed that to her once they were in Mexico. And the way that he did it and like the scene, the reveal scene Ooh. was unbelievable. He threw the engagement ring. He was just, honestly, he handled it so horribly because I think she would have actually been more open-minded to hearing him out. But the way that he did it, he was like, your wig is sliding. Your wig's been sliding since day one. Like your weave has been sliding into a wig. I don't know, but there's all oh, just phenomenal memes. Um, that came out of it. It was really horrific. Oh, it was a really tense, horrific scene, but of course, you know, we all loved it. So anyway, um, so basically this huge so blow up happened. he just says he, the news and then throws out the engagement ring without even waiting to hear what she has to he say. He kind of was like, he, they were they were discussing it at that point and she kind of was like beginning to be like, listen, like this was definitely something that you mm. should have told me in before, the pods right. before we got engaged. Because like, yeah, if you, before you get engaged to somebody, you should right. know if they have had a relationship with a person from the same sex. Exactly. Um, right. That's something that I think that everyone would agree with. Yes. I don't think that that's a really that's bizarre thing to say. No. Um, no. But he just flipped out yeah. because he was, it was a very sensitive topic and of it was course. very trigger worthy. Of course, and I guess um, he doesn't, I mean, but to also this is perfect for TV. Oh yeah, I mean, perfect for reality <laughs> TV. Like he's a producer's dream. Right, right, um, and to only reveal it at that point yeah is, just at such a point of no return right but anyway there was a point of of return because, could have been right yeah i mean yeah well yeah. i meant of no return in terms of like she probably i honestly believe that if he would have just 
been normal about it and right. not have been so aggressive and wild about it, she would have been yeah. more, more sure. understanding and been like, listen, I get it. Like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's right. see what we right. can do. Exactly. Let's see if we can salvage this relationship. But anyway, so it ended with a bang. It was horrific. Obviously, they broke up. It was really just wow. But anyways, so then the reunion happened, and they ended up meeting again at the reunion, and Carlton just, like, profusely apologized. Oh. And it was really nice. It seems like a really tender moment. He even, like, got down on a knee again, and, like, it oh. was it was weird. He didn't repropose, but he was just like, I just want to, like, be friends or whatever. And she was like, that's fine. And then they gave each other a hug. Anyway, um, so... They then were fine to everybody watching, and we were like, okay, everything's okay. But apparently, um, Diamond said she then, he then, Carlton then turned into like Mr. Hyde. And according to DMZ, mm. um, as soon as the camera stopped rolling, and he like threatened her with a lawsuit and Ooh. like legal action, and he was just crazy. For what? Just, I don't even know. I watched an interview of her saying this, yeah. um, and she really didn't specify, okay. but ultimately, mm. she ended up blocking him on social media. But then he bizarrely posted this video of like one of her TikToks of her, um, like, and he was like, oh, Diamond, you're so beautiful. All I want you to know is how beautiful I think you are, blah, blah, blah. Please unblock me. It's not fair. Please unblock mm. me. I'm so sorry of the way that I reacted. Da, 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 da. Super manipulative, super, super wild. Anyway, so we can't help but wondered, should you block your ex on social media? Can you just define one thing? What is it, yes. TikTok? Okay, so TikTok I is I thought this that was app. Brody's girlfriend. Who? No. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. No. Brody's talking about was a her. girl on TikTok. Oh, God. I thought her name was TikTok. No, it was some random girl from TikTok. Okay, TikTok, Christina, you're like a dinosaur. No, I'm you're not. You're like an alien. You're an alien. I just don't okay. follow this. TikTok is bizarre. a new app. That it's an app. Oh, it's a dating app. No, it's not a dating app. It's just an app where like people make videos. Oh. And okay. <laughs> and last week we talked about this girl that's Brody Jenner's, like this girl that he's dating, and she's a TikTok celebrity. Oh. So that's why I that's see. where you I guys see. probably see. See. got see. that the confusion. I see. Okay, now that clears um, it up for me. Yes, Thank the you. clarification mm -hmm. is there. But anyway, so so all that aside, like, when should you block your ex on social media? Do you think mm -hmm. that that's a do you think that that's a smart thing to do? Blocking an ex on social media. Hmm. Yeah, I know that's a very difficult one just for people that are I think that like obviously this is such a wild scenario and like normal men and women aren't going through this aggression but I think that when it comes to social media um I, I think that everybody knows their own, like you know yourself best. If you find that you are just consistently checking up on an ex on yeah. social media, um, that you're posting in hopes that right. they will watch your story or that they'll, um, in hopes that they'll see whatever content that you are like putting out there. Mm. Um, I definitely think it is a good idea to block your ex on social media just until 
it's not as like until that urge to post and that urge to check to see if they have checked you um, is like gone because it, it will go away. And I think that like in the beginning, if a breakup is fresh, I think it might, it's definitely in your best interest to just like make your social media a place for you to express yourself and for you to kind of move on without the cloud of their, the cloud of their consumption. Um, you shouldn't be thinking of them when you are putting something out there. Um, and this kind of also goes back to how to get over an ex. It's step one is mourn their death. I remember I wrote an article for Elite Daily years ago. It's I still get messages about it because apparently it was a, it was a big game changer for a lot of people. But like one of the like step one to getting over an ex is mourn his death mm. or mourn her death. And you really need to go through those phases of grief. And when you mourn somebody's death, you need to unfollow them on social media, block them. Like you need to really act as though they're they died. Like they just died. And like you remember, you know, you want to make sure you're putting, you're wishing them well, but you're wishing them away. But like you need to wish them away because they're dead in your life. Like they are no longer like resurrection. Jesus is the only one that rose from the dead, honey. And your ex, if he's your an ex, most likely he's nothing like Jesus, okay? Um, so I think literally unless if you're dating a Jesus-like figure or an ex is a Jew, then you have to mourn his death and don't prepare for a resurrection. He is not risen. He is not risen, okay? No, it's true. I think that's why. So you got to mourn his death, and I think a big part of that is unplugging and not and just allowing yourself to not have his cloud um, for from on your on like of consumption. That's yes. my opinion. I think it's also yeah. right. Right, what you said about paying attention to your behavior and if you are always checking to see if they looked at your stuff yeah. or if you're always if you're bothered by seeing a post from him yeah. because some breakups are worse than others mm -hmm. and there are some very toxic people though that you really want to you really need to totally cut cut the cord from yeah and that is because also those vision those visuals are so powerful right. like I remember I think I've told this story to the podcast listeners um already I remember I had an ex years ago who he was it was a he was a beautiful man and I just remember he had very well curated social media content and I like very much like fell for an image of who he was on social media. Like I remember I would just like look at his Instagram and be like, oh, what a what an amazing and like I so for that, like unfollowing him was so amazing because it was like, I forgot that you existed and the words of words of Taylor Swift, but it's it's like poof, once I unfollowed, it was like, oh wait, like that was of images that I was really like concocting in my brain mm. so I think for me in that situation it was really important to do that I also yeah. think as you get older and ladies and gentlemen at the, the older you get kind of the thicker your skin gets so mm. it, you know I, that's, I, I don't know that's kind of what mm. I think like the older you get it's more when a relationship mm. ends it's not 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's not quite point. as horrific as it once was right. because you're just like, okay, like I'm looking for my husband or I'm looking for my wife and you almost want it if it's not right. You want it to not work so you can actually make room for that person to come into your life. That's, yeah. So if that's not your attitude, let's embrace that attitude as your new attitude. Um, if a relationship, when you're in the search for your husband or your wife, and if a relationship doesn't work out, don't see it as a bad thing. See it as a positive. It's right. okay, no worries, good for you. You're, you do your life, I'm gonna do mine. We're not meant for each other. This is just allowing me to now move on and find my person. Mm. Yeah. That's great, awesome. I just ranted on breakups and social media. No, and it's good. I yeah. Like it. I like it. Absolutely. Should we move on yes. to the next? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this was, uh, these are for my little crime junkie, for our crime junkie lovers or like true crime lovers. Um, we have our first COVID-19 um, murder. So a husband was accused of murdering his wife pretending that she was on her coronavirus deathbed. And so she was like using her phone and texting her friends, being like, oh, I'm, I'm self-quarantined, blah, blah, blah. Really wild story. Um, we can't help but wonder, what are some strategies for quarantining with your significant other? <laughs> so death, so a, a, fa a farce death does not occur. <laughs> oh, no. Christina, you're married. That's you are so self-quarantining with Dan. I mean, that's Dan. not funny. That's terrible. I, I pray know, for, her, for her We bless soul. her. I'm so sorry. I know. Oh, I'm that making... Man's oh, he's insane. I mean, absolute lunacy. Yeah. But, Christina, just what wow. are some strategies? So, more more COVID... COVID... Couples. Couple, <laughs> for COVID couples, quarantining together. Right. Yes. I. Let me let me think. I, I think that it's important to have your time together, but also be very happy to do things separately and let the man do what he wants to do and spend time doing what you want to do. If it's reading or if he wants to play games, that's similar. alone time. Alone time with mm -hmm. and not feeling like you always have to be doing things together. Mm -hmm. That's very important, especially during this time. Getting out of the house, taking a walk. Mm -hmm. That's also important. Getting in, but also in, you don't have to really even leave your house to be able to get into a different world. That's what I mean by reading and traveling when I you're- I wish I loved reading. You, you like certain books. I know, I like like celebrity tell-all books. Right, I know. I know, I really Literature. want to read the Jessica Simpson book. Have you heard of it? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying to get my hands on Last it. But then when I, I go, I know, but then when I go to read a book, I always just am like, like, no, I'm just, I get so, I don't know. Have you ever liked any literature? Uh, any really? stories? I mean, I never, I don't like things that are like fantasy. Like, what about, a, for instance, a Jane Austen kind of romance? Oh, story? God, Jane Austen. I can't, I can't do it. Well, I'm sorry. maybe what about a different, you like Lauren Conrad's. Yeah, I loved because it was an easy, <laughs> easily understood. Yeah, I love the Would LA you Candy like something series like because that? it was also like based on our lives. So I, yeah, because it's more like yeah, I would yeah. When I was younger, I would read those books that of like life that was either attainable or like I just don't like reading about fantasy. Hmm. And also, I don't like like with Jane Austen. This is what is, you mean? Yeah, fiction. 
Not is that what they call it? Um, <laughs> no, but I also, I like fiction as long as it's like attainable fiction or um, what's the word of um, like, it's when it's aspirational fiction. I like aspirational fiction. I don't like something that's going to bring me down, that's going to depress me. Um, yeah. Well, everyone likes different books. Everyone yeah. Of- Kinds of books. That's why not everyone's yeah. an English professor. That's yeah. important. Yeah. Not everyone has the same likes. Yeah. But I will say that is that's an option. Oh Even yes. Yes. Going that's in a room, exercising, doing a, a doing a workout, listening to music, dancing yeah. away. That's having your separate time is is important. But then then also having times when you come together and can can do fun things like go through what I I had recommended. Alessandra's going to be writing an article about things that you can do with on a date for quarantines. Yeah, quarantine dates. And virtual quarantine right, dates. Right, virtual yes. quarantine dates. And one of them is, which I haven't done yet, but I want to do, is to look through photos of when I was living in Rome or traveling. Mm-hmm. And I haven't shown them, if I haven't shown them to Dan yet, mm-hmm. and go through them and tell him where we were. Because you can't travel right now, but you can mm-hmm. travel in your photos mm-hmm. and show that's something to do for fun. So alone time that is like non-shamed alone time. Right. Um, together time that's more um, structured together time. Right. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, a big thing I think with couples is that sometimes they feel like they have to be like you know, just on top of each other. Right. And listening you know, to yeah. each other and answering questions at any moment. Prayer time is really important. Mm, Taking prayer, meditation time. I know I heard about this. uh, St. Pope John Paul II, actually in the mornings, every morning if he was living with someone, would just say the first three hours, I just don't talk to anyone, I'm praying. And you might do that. That's a great idea. There's some people who, (laughs) I'm going to do that from when in certain situations if I need to. I remember I just don't like talking to anybody when I wake up. And my poor college roommate, Yuko, bless her heart, she... She was Japanese, couldn't, she spoke a little bit of English, but I remember when I would wake up, I just told her, cause I had gotten this like vocal cord surgery thing. Oh, yes. And I told her that I wasn't supposed to talk in the morning. And it that was a lie. Like I could talk in the morning. I just didn't want to. I just hated talking in the morning. And that's okay. Oh, it, it, you I'm an evil shamed. person. No, but you I'm horrible. It, we do feel shame, ashamed. Oh. To yeah. say, oh, you know what? I need my prayer time like, or I need my alone time. Not, There's nothing wrong with that. Me. There's nothing wrong with that. Pay attention to me. Don't pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Don't pay attention to me. <laughs> Eileen Davidson, that's for my housewife lovers. That's a that's a nice little quote. Okay, I love that. So a lot just so just the like structured time as well. Like I think just structured date nights. We've talked about this before, but also like structuring out those date nights, which is another article altogether because I'm working on virtual dates and then I'm working on like couple dates that you can do when you're quarantining. It's because a lot of couples are in different stages. So, and we cater mostly as matchmakers to those who are like just starting to date, um, which would most likely be virtual dates because you're not supposed to be like going over each other's houses for multiple reasons, but obviously because of coronavirus. Um, but yeah, so I think that, yeah, when you are in a couple and, or if you guys are quarantining together, you can even tell your partner like, okay, listen, we're going to do like every other night, we're going to have like, I'm going to plan a date and then Ooh, you're going to plan a date. Every other night? 
Yeah, oh, just like a, a plan. Or just every other date. Well, every other because date every that other you're night doing. is way too much. I know, well, I guess if you're living together, it's one thing. But, like, mm-hmm. if you're not living together, if you're just, like, maybe. I think that's way too much for couples okay, to Okay, every out. other date. Okay. <laughs> every other date, it is something that the girl plans okay. and then the guy plans. Okay, great. So, like, you can then be super creative and, like, even if your guy isn't the creative type, like, it's okay because you will be, like, you'll have your dates that you're helping planning and all of that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay, great. So blah, blah, blah. You totally disagree with me the other, other every other night thing, but it's totally fine. It's okay. I'm no. just trying to keep you unmurdered by Dan, so just don't mind me. <laughs> I think me if we had to do here. dates every night, every Yeah, night, I guess that's, that's a, a lot. Much. Yeah, that's a lot, I guess. You, well, you're, you're married. you're married, you yeah, just love just, being together, too. Yeah, it's, that's nice. It's not something to fear. When yeah. if you feel like you're doing it, oh no, but don't fear it. You'll, yeah. you'll love being together. Of course, it's sometimes, and especially in quarantine, it's a lot, but mm-hmm. you just make ways around it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Um, okay, so there is, speaking of Netflix, another new Netflix show, but um, this is fascinating. There's a new Netflix show called Too Hot to Handle coming out April 17th where they cast a bunch of gorgeous men and women. And the catch is that they can't be physical with each other at all. So like they can all win a certain amount of money, but every time that like somebody kisses or does anything more than that, they lose thousands of dollars in the prize money. Hmm. And these, like the people that they cast are absolutely beautiful. For my America's Next Top Model, like, stands, um, one of the guys in, like, he has long hair, I forgot his name, he was on America's Next Top Model a few seasons ago. So I found it fascinating because I recently, like, I, so in the mornings when I get ready, I always have a show on, and I, for the past, like, year and a half, I've been watching every single season of America's Next Top Model just as I'm doing my hair and my makeup. Mm. It was wonderful. I'm now trying to find a new show that I can put on behind like as I'm doing my hair and makeup because it's just, it's a struggle. Like I, I love like makeover shows and I was doing Australia's Next Top Model but like it just wasn't as fulfilling for me because Tyra Banks isn't involved and Tyra is everything. But anyway, so um, so yeah, so this guy, he's a part of it, and I remember he was bisexual, so that should be very interesting. But there were also, um, or I don't know if he was exact, he, he was, he was question. I, I don't know, it was questionable, but I think it will be fascinating. And yeah, so there are just a lot of, they cast beautiful, beautiful men, beautiful women. Um, so we can't help but wonder, has Matchmakers in the City been right all along? Is waiting to have sex as long as possible a surefire way to build a strong relationship foundation? Yes. Yes. I mean, I agree with what our company teaches people. Were we right? (laughs) Have we been right for the past eight, almost nine years? I mean, from our successes, too. Yes. It's a really important part of a relationship Mm -hmm. in terms of the this season I this series I guess when is that ban lifted until the no no win until or? the end you have to win yeah okay and they don't well, have to be engaged or anything I mean just... I think it's more just yeah I think it's no 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 I I think for 
the viewers and for the listeners, I think that our role at Matchmakers in the City mm-hmm. is um, waiting to have sex until you're in an exclusive relationship. At, at the minimum. minimum. Yes. So that's like our official rule. Um, and then obviously at the minimum, because I remember I once had, we once had a client who went off on me. She was a Christian woman and oh, oh, oh. what a nightmare she was. I'm sorry, but we usually work with amazing people, but you get the occasional nutcase. <laughs> um, anyway, so she, I explained to her, I said, at the minimum, if you're waiting for longer, that's beautiful. But she went off on me saying, how dare you make me have sex with somebody when I'm in a relationship with them? I'm like, in what world? I have never, ever said that. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's our rule. And at the minimum, um, but waiting, waiting is so beautiful because you get to know the person so much better. And it's not about the physical. And it's so much more about who that person is. And and yeah, I mean, we kind of talk about this a lot. But I think it's something worth talking about because it's very countercultural, especially in the app world days exactly and sorry i'm just fluffing my <laughs> don't you love my outfit christina <laughs> yes i you was know what going says? to remark it's so different we're both we both look i know like we're on different shows today i look like more of a british royalty yeah you're more of a um, young hollywood young cockney wool <laughs> the you're british on the cockney girls it's funny but actually Stay tuned for our last segment because we'll talk a little bit more about this in our sisterly advice segment. A young woman asks a question about this. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, segment. Our next segment. Gone Girl. No, no, no. Oh, oh no. I always do this. I always I forget know. about Ugh. hashtag Netflix and quarantine. Yes. <laughs> the Conti COVID classics. Christina, it's... what's your suggestion for this week? This one I've been wanting to say for a while. It's called... Faith, Hope, and Love. Oh, and yes. You keep telling me to watch yes, that. Yes. It's a... It's on Netflix? Yes, it's a Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think it should still... I watched it about a month or two ago, so I hope mm-hmm. it's still on there. But it's it's the combination of funny dance competition with oh. a man and a... You know, a, a ballroom dancing competition. Oh. It's called the um, Pros and Schmoes <laughs> competition because it's a pro professional person with someone who... Doesn't know anything oh, about barroom dancing. It's like the show, and it has a high school reunion. And oh, it also I is, love high school reunions. Has reunions. a face component to it. It's just it's and it's oh hilarious. Gosh. So I would say definitely if you want to laugh a little bit during this time, that's a great one. To oh watch. wait, I love high school reunions so much. <laughs> a lot of the Netflix movies oh. that are a little more on the made by Netflix ones, they all. Have high school reunions. I love them. That and their recipe. They're hearing my soul. I love, I went to mine last year? Was it last year or the year before? Yeah, I think it may have been the year before. Oh my gosh, was it the year before? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I went to mine. It was magical and I love you all. Christina, you didn't go to yours. No, no, I didn't. Sorry. I loved mine. (laughs) I love mine. I live um, kind of far from there, so. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I made it happen because it was a priority. It should be a priority, but it's okay. It is what it is. Well, not um, everyone has the same experiences in high school. So. Yeah, that's different. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but what here are, I thought 
I <laughs> the yearbooks just made oh. me show like like here I thought I was so popular in high school but like I look at our yearbooks and like I was so <laughs> slammed in the yearbooks like they did me so dirty there are like several large photos of me with like horrific just like 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 traumatizing <laughs> facial expressions we told them about the young politicians yeah club one. it's me like and like just so crazy. It's also crazy. How would you not choose that? No, photo? I get I it. I get it. I'm not offended. Your book committee. It's fine. I forgive you. All is forgotten. You have a very expressive face. I, that I do. <laughs> that I do. I will give it that. Um, okay, so my suggestion. Oh, it's amazing. Ninety day fiance before the ninety days. Oh, you another. guys, wow. I can't even, oh my gosh, it is, I binge watched like three episodes yesterday mm. just as I was doing my life and I'm, I, there is a Nigerian celebrity who gets with, who is <laughs> oh like, gosh. basically the whole premise is, is that it's basically following the stories of all these people who are um, like who basically meet somebody online, um, a totally unverified person online. Um, they then fall in love online, and the whole premise of the show is following their journey to meeting this person that they met online um, in person. So it follows a number of different couples. My favorite couple, the Nigerian celebrity who's like like 25 and this like 50 something year old woman Ooh. and she's just it's just so classic oh, it's so classic I can't even and then there's another one with this um, 50 something year old guy who goes to the Philippines and meets this 23 or 24 year old young woman mm. and it's so cringeworthy and beautiful and he's such a precious gem of a man like I love him. I, you just, you love all of them and you really feel for them. And then there's this dating coach that is just horrible and does not, like, does not exemplify, what is it? He doesn't represent our industry in any way, but he then meets this American girl. He's in Australia. He's in Melbourne, where I was supposed to go for a wedding, but obviously it got nicked. Um, so you guys, like, go to TLC.com, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, it will help your quarantine go a whole lot faster. Fantastic. So now let's move on to Gone Girl. Gone Girl. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. That's for sure. Every day we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Gone Girl, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. Great. So first scenario, she put you down in front of the group. Gone Girl or it's just a girl thing. Christina, go for oh, it. Oh, I go need for that. it. No, that's just really. I, I guess it's it's just it's like injuring an animal, it, a small animal. Don't do that, people. Please, oh. even if it's a man putting down a woman in front of a group or a woman putting down a man in front of the group. And I think it's a little more socially acceptable for the women to do it because it's just it's just different. 
and you think, oh, he can stand up for himself. That's fine. Or maybe it's like a joke, right? Type it's a joke thing, but thing. it's like it's like slicing them down, right? And I, you know what, I there are some funny things where you want to just joke around, yeah. but there's a line. No, a lot of people don't know the line. It's true. It's true. A lot of people don't know the line. That's true. That's it's true. It's a very fine, fine line, right? right. And men right. are so sensitive yeah oh my god yeah so if you don't know if it's going to be appropriate just don't say it that's what i would that would, is what i would say and as a man if you're debating whether you should stay with this one i would definitely talk to her about it and tell unless you're mortified and just could never be with someone who if it, it depends on the level of what she's put you down on if it was saying oh yeah he he ate all the popcorn at the movies. Yeah, like that's fine. <laughs> that's funny and not like right, that's, attacking a his of, manhood. Right, right. But saying you you'll know that line and if you will as a man will yeah, know. The man, the man knows. will know. The man should sure I'm just saying yeah. as a man. I think like steering away from anything to do with Financial, right. oh, sexual. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. If you're putting him down in any way, oh financially, gosh. sexually, um, job like wise, job wise, providing la- wise, like provider wise, late being lazy or something, that would be <laughs> terrible. Just no. <laughs> yeah, like you can you can joke about like funny things, but no, I. It, gone girl or it's a girl thing, Christina. Right. What's your, what's I your would say final it's based say? On, it's based on what the thing is, and I okay. would and I would definitely if if you're in a relationship, have a conversation with things that are okay to joke about in yeah, with people in and public. things that are really personal to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you just got into a fight about something and now you're bringing it up, oh, like airing totally, the dirty laundry. If don't. it is anything that triggered something in private, do not bring it up in public right. thinking, "Oh, it's funny." It's not funny. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody's laughing. We've all been there when in that uncomfortable moment when a couple, when a woman is calling out a guy and it is just Ugh. the most cringe, it's nails on a chalkboard, mm. nails on a chalkboard. Um, and it must be a girl thing because it does happen very frequently. But I definitely think that if something like that does happen, exactly, talk to her, you know, at, in private, be like, listen, sweetie, I love you. But no, none of that. None of that is going to, like, I can't have that happen again. I really, if there's something you want to talk to me about, let's talk about it in private. Let's get over it in private and never bring it up in public. Right, And right. You, you need to lead by example as well. So yes. as a man, don't be putting her down in public either. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, well, anything about weight, anything oh. about appearance, <laughs> anything about, oh, yeah, well, you know, you had an extra cookie <laughs> or something like that. That's not funny. Nobody's <laughs> laughing. I'm just laughing because it's such an awful it's thing. It's terrible. To say. It's terrible, <laughs> but it happens. So you know, just be sensitive. Like err on the side of oversensitivity. Yeah. I okay. Think that's good. As as one of as Katie has one of my friends has always said she wants to be in someone's corner. So with yeah. her husband, she wanted a man who was in her corner and not someone who was putting her down. And she yeah. does the same thing for him. Love that. Great. Now, next scenario. She seems overly concerned about how much money you make. Gone girl or it's a girl thing. Ooh. It's a girl thing, honey. I'm just kidding. 
And this is, we were talking a little bit about this before, and this could also include status, where the guy went to college, asking really prying questions about mm-hmm. more superficial things. However, a woman wants a provider. Most women want a provider. They want a man who they can depend on, and men have that instinct, provider instinct in them. They want to be able to provide. Some women have bigger bigger qualifications than others though and if she if you're you know doing a great job you're you have a good career and you're a hard worker that's amazing and that for most women that will be perfect but there are some women who will pry and will ask you very specific questions that it might be a little much yeah this is yeah, I mean, she seems overly concerned about how much money you make. Okay, mm-hmm. so just so men know, it is a girl thing that, you know, as a woman, you know, and anyone that we're working with, we always say, like, we work with men who are at a great place financially. Right, exactly. You know, they're on the spectrum of, like, great place financially to, like, multi-bajillionaire. Right. But... Um, they need to be at a place where they're stable. They have, if they're not at that point in their careers, like there's a, a way to get there. Right. This um, is, we're talking about the men. Yeah, who the we, men who we match who we make, work with, who we're right. working mm-hmm. with at Matchmakers in the city that we feel comfortable setting up with the women that we're working with as well. Yes. So um, that said. Um, they're definitely, I think it is a bit of a red flag if definitely. a woman is super, like, overly concerned about, you know, like, like about salary numbers, making sure you have to make more than she does. Yeah, and, we've had women come in oh, being like, yeah. I need a man who's making um, over, you know, a million a year. And like, or if, more or, than, it has more, to be it has more than, to be me, more than me. Big and they, yeah, they're making six-figure salary, uh, a big yeah, one, big and six figures. It's, just, it's not that's not one of our deal breakers. Yeah, so I mean, so yeah, I think that you know, as women, of course, you want to be with a man who has a wonderful career, who is in a great place financially. Because if a guy, I always say that men are like houses, and the foundation is career for a man. Um, and if the foundation is not built or if it's like really just like half in and it's like, oh, what is really going on? Then the guy can't even start to think about relationship. So if his career isn't at a stable, great place, he can't even start to think about what a relationship, like a serious, committed, lifelong relationship will look like. Ideally, right. anyway, because there are some people who get into relationships very young. Yeah, exactly. It's life. different when But I'm talking when about when you're, if you're single, single, if you're in your 20s, 20s or 30s. And 30s and 40s or in and 40s, 50s yeah. and 60s. And if you're working with <laughs> a matchmaker or yes. if you're dating on your own, like these are just things that you should know as you're going about your dating life. So if you're already married, good for you. Bless your heart. You found your soulmate in high school. Good for you. But a lot of the people we work with don't. Um, so that foundation has to be there. Um, but definitely, I mean, I think it is, we've heard men say it's a huge turnoff if a woman then will, like, I remember we had a client who would go on a date and she would just talk about all the five-star, uh, uh, vacations she would go on, the hotels she would stay at. She would kind of pry into, like, where they stay and, like, what, you know, oh, do you vacation in Aspen? 
spin and like just like kind of bougie and a little douchey and so yeah that's, that's definitely pay, attention to, pay attention to that it's a girl thing in that a woman does a woman wants to be with a man who has a good career right, and, and is going places if she she might want to move into a house when you get married that's yeah. Those specifics are not a bad thing to ask as you Yeah, as you guys are dating. But, but if you're so concerned that he won't be able to fund your monthly Hawaii trips, yeah, that's as a man you need to look into that. Yeah, or if yeah, the Chanel bags or right. the, you know, so right. Yeah, then then that's going to be an issue. That's right. going to be an Unless issue. Unless you don't mind and you're yeah. willing to just that's fine with you and you're willing to just fund that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Then it's I mean, hey, <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> we have plenty. No, no. Anyway, um, the next scenario. final scenario. She posts about politics on Facebook. Gone girl, or it's a girl thing. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I Alessandra. say gone girl. Oh my goodness, <laughs> what a pet peeve of mine. Oh, no. But I guess also like there are certain women who post, and I'm like, yes, honey, because I agree with them. But the majority of things that are posted on Facebook, I just it's such a chart. I just I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, what yeah. is going on? So like a guy goes on, and I, so yeah, I guess I, I would I would say gone girl if a guy. For a man, if a man's just constantly posting about, it's just so uncomfortable. Unless it's his career and that's he's yeah. a he's a politician or something like that, and he's that's part of his lifestyle. But I understand there's some just oh. trollers out there. I know <laughs> who just post about every political opinion of theirs, and and some of them are well-meaning, like <laughs> mothers or like you know older people right. who don't realize that anything you post on Facebook is like for everybody to see but yeah I guess it's also your personal preference you may love politics it's true and you love love who's who's very yeah. active but there are some women who do post just in reaction to what someone else has posted and yeah. they just give the their their take on it so I don't think that's as bad as being just being always yeah, like super political posting things on yeah. that. I don't know though it's just it's it depends. I just don't think it that depends. Facebook or social media is a place for politics like tell call all the me old fashioned that. please tell but it's all not the celebrities, celebrities. It's everybody yes, uses it everybody uses it <clears throat> like so many people are just so political on Facebook I don't care. Just show me your baby. Show me your wedding right. photos. I want to see your engagement ring. Like, show me the outfit that you wore out. Or show me, talk to me about your quarantine habits. And, like, show me fun Understood. quotes. Understood. I want just want Facebook social. Happy place. I don't want to hear about your Twitter presidential candidate. Be, right, right. No. I could care less. Twitter's more, a little po more let political. Me, yes, like, just let me have my Facebook. My Let me know what you guys are up to socially. <laughs> okay, Not great. politically. So let's move on to Sister Lee advice. Yes. Every week we answer our listener's burning question, and every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, girls. I feel like every guy who I'm meeting on the apps just wants to hook up with me. What do I do? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel from, and what is this one? Over F-Boys. Oh, yes. Good. And you I, should be over F-Boys. Yes. That was so uh, five years ago. Well, yeah, and I... I 
I think also a lot Especially of women... in times of quarantine right now, a lot of guys are being super shady. Ooh. I've been getting so many DMs from women. You guys, like, men, please just step up your game a little bit. Some are not ready, Alessandra. At least they're being clear. Yeah, they're being clear. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. If a guy is, like, super... Being yeah. clear. Sorry, what it's, were you saying? I mean, they, for their own lives, they really need to get their act together. Yeah. But... As I'm preaching to the choir because the men who listen here oh, are, are angels. Yeah, are wonderful. Our and male listeners are phenomenal. Yeah. And our male clients are wonderful too mm-hmm. because they actually want relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There are men out there who actually want relationships. Right. And that's where you want to shift your sights to. If the, as Einstein says, the definition of, in, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you're finding that this is happening over and over to you, it's time to switch where you're going. Mm-hmm. For instance, if there's a college student, I, I know as a college student, when I used to be a college student, it would feel like that too. And I was going to the same frats all the time. And I realized, okay, I need to switch up what I'm doing because this is clearly not yielding the relationship that I want. Okay, so for apps, if this is what it's yielding for you, we need to switch it up because we want you to be meeting men who are actually looking for relationships. And there are so many amazing men out there who, who actually want, are. Yeah. It's hard to find a woman like you. Mm-hmm. Believe us. We Believe us. so many women. Ugh. We have thousands of people who we work with. We've talked to maybe almost a million have at this point who knows i don't know but we've talked it's been to a so long time people. we've talked to a lot of people yeah and it's hard point. to find people who really are at that place you are a gem and you're also looking for it for a gem and a diamond and both of your diamonds in the rough so you want to switch in the rough. it up that's, that's my advice aladdin a diamond in the rough <laughs> sorry that is from aladdin um <laughs> as Clearly, I've watched it many times. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that exactly changing up where you're going and this even in times of quarantine, like online dating and apps is not your only option. Exactly. Every organization is doing something virtual related. So even like I'm a part of Ivy, like I'm a part of that list and I get that I'm not, whatever, I get the emails all the time. They're doing like a virtual master class where they're inviting like all their members and they're doing like it, it, it's it just uh, I forget exactly what it is, but like it's a it's a virtual Zoom that they're doing and it's inviting all of their members to do it. All of these other organizations, like a lot of YJP, like the Young Jewish Professionals events, they're doing a lot of different things online to build community, community building, talk about spirituality, talk about religion, talk about all of that. So going on those online platforms, um, in addition, I mean, I know that uh, the, the churches are doing tons of stuff online as well. So there are a lot of different ways that you can still put yourself out there. And it's going to, you have to maneuver in a different way because exactly what Christina said, the, it is the likelihood of meeting a really good person on an app is really low. Like you need to date hundreds of people to get to one good one, or you need to be really, really lucky. Um, so definitely change things up, use your communities. And if you don't have communities, 
find like you have to be a seeker right now yes. and find virtual communities that you can join into. Um, obviously, if you're in a financial place to do so, and not even it's just joining our database. Yeah, our database is only a hundred dollars. So even if you're not in right. like a if you want like, to do a and yeah, and just being a priority membership, member, yeah. then, then, then yeah, you have, you have to, to be in a financial, financial place. place to do it. But, but if like, you want to be in the database, that's yeah, hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars to be a part of our database. We are still matchmaking so many of oh, our yes. clients. Yes. Uh, here we thought, oh yeah, we'll be like a nice little break. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're busier than ever. Yeah. So um, definitely sign up for a Matchmakers in the City to be a part of our database or to be a client. Like definitely, I mean, if you're at that place where you're just exhausted and you've done everything and you're just exasperated, no, this is not an ad, but this is literally what we do every day of our lives for the past almost nine years. Right. Working with a matchmaker is such an amazing way. You'll meet people who want to be in relationships, who are serious about finding love. Yeah. Um, even if it's not with you, at least you'll know, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, they're pretty, you know, uh, straightforward. Right. And we vet them interview, background check, social media check, sex offender search. So all you have to do is like go on the virtual date and meet them. And we've been setting up a lot. We have like three or four going on on Thursday and just this weekend a lot. So, um, but yes, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Don't look for men in their 20s who want to settle down. The likelihood that that's going to happen is very low. Look for men in their 30s. Um, that is a lot higher likelihood for them to actually want a relationship. A lot of guys in their 20s, they're super young, especially if you're in LA, New York, San Fran, or DC, um, unless they're super connected to a faith or a community group or something like that. But the majority of men in their 20s are not looking for anything serious. So look for men in their 30s. You wanna look for somebody who has a great career, a good stable job, like we were talking about before. Um, and yeah, I mean, and and also the best way to find out if a guy just wants to have sex with you is to not have sex with him. Yep. That is the best way to find out because exactly. and that he gets will leave so fast. Our first segment where we're talking about this. Yes. And we've come full circle. Thank full you so circle. much for listening. We so are so happy that we get to talk to you. Yes. And feel free to subscribe below. We'd love to have you not miss a thing. We're going to be posting a lot more videos coming up soon, and we don't want you to miss it. So, yes, you guys, stay safe, stay healthy. We're sending you the biggest virtual hug. listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.